don't care. Hand on the wheel, driving drunk, I'm doing my thing. Rolling the mid beside him now, living my life, getting our dreams. Yes, people. Welcome to another episode of Chin Check. This week, we look at the recent Sao Paulo UFC event and. Yeah, I, I managed to find a bit of time and I watched a fight from the weekend's bare knuckle FC event. Um, so yeah, that's what we got for you people. So um, yeah, let's get into it, right? Okay, so Saturday, this was, you know, the last UFC event before December. Uh, it was um, from Brazil, Sao Paulo, um, and we had Jan Blakovitz against um, Jacare, Jacare Souza in the, um, in the main event. And um, this was Jack Ray's first appearance at light heavyweight. So I think the big question w- was, how is Jack Ray going to look? Because, you know, the last couple of people that have moved up, if you think about it, Luke Rockhold and um, Chris Weidman didn't do very well. You know, so it's a bit like, can Jack Ray, you know, be any better, because he is older than both of those cats, you know, and then on the flip, we got Blackovich, and um, he's up in the mix, do you know what I mean, so it's like, can he put on a performance that will get him a shot at um, John Jones, ahead of, say, Corey Anderson, like, what's gonna happen here, so yeah, that was a question. It ended up being ah like there were some glimpses of really good fights, but it was probably you know one of the lesser cards definitely that we've seen recently. You know, the amount of great fights and cards we've had recently, this was um you know, one of those ones that are just like, eh, a bit forgettable. So it started in the early prelims. We had Tracy Cortez events Vanessa Mello. Um, now, this one, so Cortez, she comes out throwing kicks, you know, but they're naked kicks. So Mello is able to counter with a straight down the middle. And catch Cortez. Uh, but she's still kicking. And Melo's still throwing. You know what I mean? It's one of those. Um, Melo starts to walk Cortez down. But she's not doing anything. That was a crazy thing. Like, she, she's pressuring. But she's not throwing anything. Um, so then Cortez... Um, 
she's reaching a lot. You know, I, I don't think she was, she wasn't really finding her distance in the first round. So she starts reaching um, and and rushing a bit. But that was leaving her open to get hit. So second round. And um, Cortez, she pushes uh, Melo up against the fence. She's looking for the takedown. She does eventually get one. Not really able to do much with it. You know? But, yeah. You know. Maybe wins a round because of that Third round So Melo She comes out with a lot of pressure She's throwing You know the jab out there You know Tagging Cortez Um, Cortez She she gets a a few kicks in um, Then starts to brawl You know what I mean Really kind of throw caution Starts to brawl She's landing, you know, landing well, but she's getting caught, you know. Um, so Mello, she throws a lazy kick, Cortez catches it and gets the takedown, but this time Cortez is in a far better position than the previous round. And she starts to drop elbows. Do you know what I mean? She's dropping elbows. And then with like a minute and a half left, she's just throwing it all. Throwing it all. So, um, yeah. Gets the win. Gets the win. It's a good shout. I do believe, because this fight was at Bantamweight. And I think both are technically um, flyweights. But they took this at short notice. I think that was... I think that's the gist. Yeah. So the next fight is... um, Irina Lipsky against Isabella de Padua. And... um, Yeah, this was... um, This was at flyweight. So with this fight, I believe... um, Padua... Took it on, I think it's something like 48 days, no, 48, no, 48 days, no, 48 hours notice. So, yeah, this was a crazy situation, but mad props are taking the fight, you know. Um, so in the first round, Lipsky comes out hard and fast, you know, what I mean, she's throwing some real crisp shots down the pike, catching Pudua. Over and over again, you know, putting her down. Follows put her down and um yeah, land some real good ground and pound. You know, they get back on their feet after a while. And yeah, Lipsky just goes back to landing some real good shots. Um Yeah, like put her did get a takedown towards the very end of the round. I, I, it was it was always a weird one. But I think it might just be the height, or and and her arms, you know, a bit short. So she's not really she's throwing some, not really landing with 
any real kind of significance, you know. Second round, Pudua, you know, I think from the back of that last takedown, she's like, all right, boom, this is what I can do. Goes for a takedown. Lipsky just, you know, I think it's just a power differential and smashes it, landing on top. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not what Pudua wanted, you know what I mean? Uh, so she's, um, yeah, get like, looking to, um, yeah, just get in a real good position. And she's um, throwing some shots down. Uh, there was a bit of a scramble, and Pudua... Throws up a, a a kick while Lipsky is on her knees. Just not good. Not good. Referee was great in the situation. This this is the thing, right? Sometimes the people get talking to, but I think look, there's certain situations where you know I'm not meant to do this. So you know, you know what I mean? If if both people were down, because they were both down, like Lipsky's on her knees. So Pudua knew, I, I can't kick her in the face. So in that situation, lose a point. And that's what the ref did. You know what I mean? She, she took a point. And I think, yeah, that's what you need to do. And it will stop people from... Doing stupidness So, um, yeah So that happened Um, you know Fight restarts, Lipsky Continues to Um, pepper from the top Uh, with 15 seconds I think left in the Round Podua Man, she's like Threw her legs up and, and kind of got this weird I don't even know if it was a reverse triangle it, it was something odd It was something Like it was nothing that was ever going to submit Lipsky It was just a weird move though You know what I mean? But, and it did stop her getting Put her getting punched in the face So boom It worked <laughs> Yeah Third round um, And Lipsky She goes for a kick Pudua ducks under and gets a takedown. So, um, yeah, so that was good. You know, but Lipsky goes for a knee bar. You know, a bit of a scramble. Um, Lipsky goes for a knee bar. Padua escapes and starts to land a lot better than previously from top. Lipsky sneaks out the back door, gets on top though, and um, yeah, that's it. You, you know what I mean? It, it was just like that. I think that was Padua's last opportunity to win this fight, and uh, yeah, Lipsky took it and then just dominated. You know, so but not a bad fight, not a bad fight. So, um. Yeah, I think next we went to the um to the prelims. 
Oh no, 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 no. This was still um, actually, yeah. This was the last fight of the early prelims. So we had Renan Barrera against Douglas Andrade. So this was at um, featherweight, one hundred forty-five pounds. Um, yeah. So first round starts, um, and I think. You you see Andrade has you know definitely has the power and he's really winging big shots. You know, and he's really trying to take Barrera's head off. Um Barrera is using you know, he's using good movement to avoid and try and counter. He's not landing a lot, but, you know, he's trying. Um, Andrade rushes in, and um, Barrera lands a real good well-timed takedown. Uh, But, lands a takedown, ref does not let them, you know, stay on the ground for long. Yeah, doesn't let them stay on the ground for long. Stands them up pretty much straight away. And um, Andrade unloads on Barrera, landing some real good shots. And, um, yeah, when Andrade landed, you can see that they're taking an effect on Barrera. So, second round, um, Andrade, he... um, Yeah, he's not... You know, because he was throwing a lot in the first, so you think, and because of his size and everything like that, you think, all right, he could be a bit worn out. But no, he is still throwing bombs. Um, and you know, Barrera, he 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 does land some. Um, and he and he gets another well time takedown. This time he's. Able to um, land a few shots, but referee does stand them up, you know, without a long period on the ground. Um, yeah, and you know, the rest around is pretty much toe for toe, but you know, when Barrera lands, like he's not landing with the same power. They're not concussive blows. But when Andrade's landing on Barrera, man, like you see it. You know, you see the impact. Which just, you know, it's it's not gonna bode well when the judges, you know, I mean, are trying to score these close rounds. Um third round and yeah, they're just throwing. I mean, they're just throwing at each other. Barrera's trying to, um, you know, he, he he's trying to push and get a takedown, but Andrade, he, uh, he, you know, he stifles every attempt, and when he does, he's making Barrera pay for it. You know, um, Andrade has. You know, he, he slowed down a little bit, but his power is still, is still rocking Barrera, you know what I mean? Still rocking Barrera, and, um, 
he I think he nearly drops Barrera. I mean, he lands with just a crazy elbow, and Barrera is just all over the place. So, um, yeah, fight ends, and Drudge gets to win, as expected, really. You know what I mean? Just one of those fights, and you do wonder what Barrera's got left. You know, it, it, it's just like It's hard to see him Winning Against anyone in the UFC And with this loss Yeah, I, I don't think He's probably going to get many more fights in the UFC You know, if not Just being cut now But yeah It's, it's just crazy from Where he used to be to To now, you know but that's the way the uh, cookie crumbles, people. Okay, so now we're on the main prelim card. And we've got Wally Alvarez against Randy Brown. Uh, this is at welterweight. And, um, yeah, I think it looked like it was going to be a fun fight. And it really was. So, first round. And, um... Yeah, Brown, yeah, he just throws this real lazy kick, which Alvarez catches and, um, you know, runs him to the ground, you know, um, Brown, he's got long legs, so he's, um, using them to stop Alvarez from getting in on him, you know, and just... Doing anything crazy um, They get back to the feet And um, Brown has You know some good Underhooks But he He's not doing anything Which was just weird Because they're up against the fence Brown's got the underhook So it's just like take him down Or Just get out of there Get Back to middle, use your reach, do all of that stuff. Doesn't do it. He just stays up against the fence just way too long. And uh, Alvarez um, hip tosses him. Hip tosses him. And uh, yeah, it's just not good. So... This time, he Alvarez is able to um, land some real good ground and pound. Uh, Brown scrambles, but Alvarez, boom, takes the back. Takes the back, and you're just like, oh, man, this is not a good place for Brown. You know what I mean? Just not a good place. Uh, so they're fighting hands. You know, Brown's trying to ensure that, you know, Alvarez just can't lock in a tight rear naked. You know, that, that that's just the whole thing in this position. And at the moment, it was looking dicey for sure. You know, uh, Brown, he's able to um, escape with a spin, though. So... Uh, He's on top, which uh, 
enables him to land some, yeah, some some good shots to uh, Alvarez, you know. Which, uh, yeah, is definitely what Brown needed. Um, yeah, so he, um, you know, lets Alvarez um, hit. He hits Alvarez with a few. They get back to their feet. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Brown gets another takedown to end the round. Second round starts, and, um, you know, this time you think, all right, Brown is going to be a bit more cautious, and he's definitely throwing out better kicks, you know, better kicks, and, um, puts Alvarez down with a, uh, yeah, with a real nice sidekick. You know, then he lands a flying knee, which you're just like, oh, woo, nice. But, you know, he didn't learn, throws another lazy kick, another lazy kick. Alvarez catches it and again runs him down. Uh, so uh, this time, you know, Brown, he's attacking more from the ground. He's attacking more from the ground. And he throws up a triangle. You know, it's not locked in, though. You know what I mean? It's, it's not locked in. And um, he's, he's throwing up some elbows. You know? He then, like... Readapts, you know. What I mean? So he he's messing around. So he he's using his leg, um, and you know, positioning the leg, trying to get a better position on it. But so he's doing all of this, but Alvarez's arm isn't across the body, isn't across the body. So you're just a bit like, you know, this. Should still be this should be fine. You know, Alvarez ain't in trouble. You know, he's this, yeah, whatever. But, um, Brown starts pulling down on the head. You know, he, 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 he starts to squeeze, and yeah, Alvarez taps, which was a just a shock. I was very surprised. You know, because usually arm needs to be across, so it's on the neck, and, and, you know, that's being used to kind of choke, but, yo, Alvarez, man, you're only completely surprised, and, and Brown, really showing good jujitsu to, um, get that second round win, boom, alright, so we're next up to, well, down to lightweight, uh, and we got Body Green against Francisco Trinaldo. Green's been away for a little while, so hey, it was good to see him back in the octagon. Um, you know, he's always fun. So first round, Green is using his speed and he, he's throwing out a lot of feints. You know, trying to lure Trinaldo into a mistake, uh, which lets him, you know, land some nice kicks. Trinaldo, um, I think 
he he's throwing out some stuff. He does catch Green, and then he rushes in, gets a body lock, and is able to get a takedown. So in the scramble, Trinaldo grabs a Kimura. Um, Green, you know, he moves with it. And as he escapes, Trinaldo throws on a guillotine. It looked tight, but, you know, Green is able to escape from it. It's all, it was all a real fun exchange, you know what I mean? So it's just like, oh, setting the pace for this fight. You know, second round, and, um, you know, Green is back to... You know, being evasive, using the faint. You know, he's he's still got that speed. And he's throwing. He's landing. He's only throwing singles, though. There's not a lot of combinations from him. Um, But he's definitely frustrating Trinaldo. Um, Trinaldo, he's, you know... He's throwing a few leg kicks, you know, at the start, which are looking good, but he just stops doing it. He stops throwing them for some weird reason. Um, And, yeah, he's winging punches, but not really landing anything. So, it's definitely a good round for Green. Third round, um... You know, Trinaldo, he's come out and he's looking to land. But, you know, Green is, um, he's real slick. He's real elusive in there. He gets, um, you know, he gets a couple good takedowns, landing some good shots from the top. Uh, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a good... You know, it's a good performance. Like, it is a really close fight. And surprisingly, Trinaldo gets a nod. You know, I would have thought, especially with the third round, um, Green took it. I I thought Green took it. But yeah, Trinaldo, he, um, yeah, he gets the decision. Which, yeah, I was definitely a bit surprised at. Um, so now we drop down to featherweight, 145, and we've got Eduardo Garagori against, um, Ricardo Ramos, uh, and this was, um, this was fun, Garagori is undefeated going into this fight, so it was a bit like, oh, and, um, you know, Ramos was 13 and 2. So, both real good records, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, the fight lived up to it all. So, uh, you know, Ramos comes out with a few spinning attacks. You know, he doesn't land anything, but we, we definitely see the speed and we definitely see the intent, um, you know? Uh, he, he, you know... He, Garagori, he he's trying to close the distance, but he's not really throwing anything. Like he does, you know, puts a couple of um 
body kicks out there. But that's it, really. Um, Ramos, he's, he, you know, it's like he found his range before Garagori. And he's um, definitely, he's throwing and landing combinations now. You know, he's um, also throwing some good kicks. And I think he then comes in and gets a real nice takedown, landing an, a knee to um, Garagori's chest in a scramble as well. So it's just like, you know, it, I think the pressure's really on Garagori here. So um, Garagori gets up, um, you know, moves away, but Ramos. You know, he gets back in there, you know, he gets back into range, and um, he's throwing, landing, you know, he gets a real good um, a body lock in, gets a takedown, and straight away jumps on Garagori's back, you know, uh, which isn't good, you know what I mean, so... He's got both hooks in. Garagori, he, uh, yeah, he's not fighting the hands. So this is the weird thing. He Garagori stands up. That's where he decides. You know, he decides to do that. So he stands, stands up, and um, yeah, Ramos slides his arm. Under the chin Pulls back And they hit the floor And as soon as they hit the floor Ah, he just sinks in that choke Sinks it in And all Garagori can do is tap Because it's done It is done A great, great win for Ramos, man Really was um, And yeah I think Karagori needs to work on His ground game a bit Because whew, Made some real silly mistakes There when, when that rear naked was You know coming into play So the last fight On the prelims Was um, James Krause Against Sergio Morais And uh yeah, I mean, Marais is a beast on the ground, you know what I mean? And um, James Krause has been on a run, you know, he, he's had some real good fights of late. But we haven't seen, he hasn't been as active as um, I think could have been, he could have been, which is a shame. It was a, yeah, he's a great fighter. So yeah, this is a welterweight. And... Um, I think straight out the gate, Marais, he goes for, gets a takedown. But doesn't really try to land. Um, for him, it seems to be more about trying to gain position. Which was a little odd. Um, ground, you know, Kraus is, you know, he's patient. You know, he, he he's just letting Marais do his thing. 
then he explodes when he sees the opportunity and uh yeah they're able to stand up uh on the feet he's um yeah just getting some shots in you know what I mean he's landing on Marais i i think Marais does he, you know he does a good job to um to stifle Kraus you know he he does a good job but yeah, I think Kraus is is showing some real good, um, real good movement. You know, real good movement in there, and he's just yeah utilizing it to really kind of come at Rice with some real good attacks. Uh, he and um, yeah, he's landing some real nice leg kicks. Uh, to um, Marais's left leg, the man Marais, it just seems to be bothering him. You're in like straight away. It's it's just like yeah, seem to really be bothering Marais. Um, he goes for um, a late takedown, but Kraus, you know, he stuffs that. Second round starts, and um. Yeah, Marais, he's um, looking a bit tired. It's, it's, a, it's a really weird thing because I don't, like, you don't really see, um, you know, there wasn't really a big shot or anything, but Marais, he's looking tired, but it's not just tired, he, he's looking kind of out of it, you know, and and it's hard to kind of think, what the hell happened? Like, what's going on? You know? Is he's kind of off his game. Um, yeah, Kraus, he's he's walking him down, and, like, just touching him with the jab. You know? he He's being very... Uh, ain't focused and... Yeah, he he's not trying to rush anything. So yeah, he he's he's touching him with the jab and um putting together some real nice combos. Like and you think one it clearly hurts Marais. You know? Clearly hurts him and he goes down. Uh but Kraus isn't looking to um you know, mess around on the ground, so, you know, make him stand, and he just continues to stalk and, um, throw at him, so you're just, it's just a bit like, you you know what I mean, we're seeing the fight proceed, and Marais just looks, yeah, he's not looking great in there, and you're just thinking, ah, if Kraus can really just throw together something sustained and think he's gonna he can finish this fight. So in the third round, Morales is um he's coming forward a lot more, which is a bit surprising at the start. But as soon as Kraus starts to throw some real good shots at him, he 
just kind of reverts to that weird, I don't know if I want to be in there, kind of persona. And, um, yeah, so, so Krauss is... I think he's seeing this and he's trying to weigh up what's the best thing to do. You know what I mean? So he's not rushing. Um, but he's now really picking his shots. And he lands a cross on Marais that just... Man, it was... It was yeah, just this... It, it was kind of equivalent to the Greg Hardy shot that he, he landed on the guy in the content, his first contender series fight that just spun him around. And yet, yeah, Mariah spins around and just falls to the ground, and Ref just jumps in and is like, Yeah, that's it. That is it. It's done. So, um, yeah, another nice win for Kraus. It will be very interesting. To see who he fights next and when. You know, it would be good to get, like, three fights out of him in 2020. You know, because I think if he can do that and can continue the form he's on, he's definitely going to be hitting that top 10, you know, and getting some big fights. But, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing what's next for Kraus. So, yeah, that's the end of the prelims. Okay, so, yeah, now we're on the main card. And the first fight is Wellington Terman against Marcus Perez, the cat that came out with the Joker face paint at the weighings. Uh, so this was at middleweight, 185 pounds. Uh, so first round, and um, Terman comes out pushing forward, backing Perez up against the fence. Um and he's working for the takedown. Eventually gets it. But, you know what I mean? He can't hold Perez down. Um, on separation, like, Perez lands a, a really nice spinning back fist. You know? So, like, I, and I think we see what Perez is about. You know I mean, he's about those kind of spinning, crazy attacks. You know, he's big movement, like craziness up in there. So they're both throwing flashy stuff now. You know, no one's really landing um, other than a few single big sh shots. Um, but yeah, there, there is clearly... They are having fun. You know what I mean? Clearly, like, they are looking forward to this fight. Second round, um, Perez comes out and he's pushing forward this time. And um, lands a nice uh, spinning back kick. Terman, you know, he starts to, um, you know, he starts to look to land um, some good shots. Perez, you know, he comes back, though, with a um, a back elbow as Terman kind of rushes in. Um, but Terman, he eats the elbow and comes straight back with a right hook. 
So, you know what I mean? This is, yeah, this is hot. You know what I mean? Um, Terman gets a takedown, but again, can't hold Perez. Uh, So, in another exchange, um, Terman lands a real nice three-punch combination that seems to hurt Perez, and it cuts him as well. Um, he He's now starting to look tired. Do you know what I mean? He, he's starting to um, show the effects of all this energy, all this pressure, this pace that they've been pushing. So, third round, and Terman... He's he's landing some some really good overhand shots. Uh, Perez answers with like several hard back kicks, but Terman, it, you know, he's really turning it on. You know, he he's throwing a lot of heavy shots and just pushing the pace. Because he knows that Perez, you know, he's feeling it. Perez is feeling it. So Terman is just like, all right, let's go. Um, so, yeah, but even though Perez is tired, he still keeps, like, going after Turban. He's still throwing and catching Terman. And uh, especially... Real late in the fight Um Like He follows it up with Um You know uh, Late on he, he catches Herman and it looks like He might have rocked him a little He, he carry you know he, he follows it up with some more heavy Shots But because he's so tired The shots aren't carrying the same juice as they did at the beginning of the fight. And it's just not enough, you know. So, um, yeah, Terman picks up a a real nice victory there, you know. So that was all good for, uh, for him. So next up, we're staying in the middleweight division. Uh, and we have Antonio Arroyo against Andre Munez uh, And so Yeah Like Arroyo I think he's um, You know he, he really blazes forward Like landing Just non-stop Punches uh, Then um, A real nice back kick Before he, um, he, he Gets a, a, a takedown on um Munez. Like uh like the thing is straight away though um a royal catches a uh an arm bar you know he's um yeah he he's really going for it and it's a close arm bar as well um like a royal um he he escapes and... ah yeah boom 
Yeah, my bad. Um, sorry, I've, I've mixed up. So Muniz get, catches a royal in an armbar. So a royal escapes, but Muniz then transitions into his own takedown, uh, which was yeah, it was a it was just a nice, um, it's a nice piece of work. Do you know what I mean? Just the way it all just moved into one thing and the next and the next. So we can see the skill on the ground Munez has. Um, so this is when it gets weird. So whilst Arroyo is getting up, right? Munez throws a knee. So he throws a knee. A royal is is getting up, right? But the ref thinks that maybe he had a hand down or something like that, because he's thinking like a royal is grounded, which he's not. It's not grounded, and so um, yeah, like there was a worry. Because we saw it earlier on in the in you know in the um first fight, you know, um the ref took a point and it was just like shit, is the ref gonna take a point? Because a royal, he's he's like on the fence, breathing, like he was hit with an illegal shot, which uh, was very frustrating because it's bullshit. Like he knows he didn't have an arm, his arms down, so I, you know, I really think, if you're doing shit like that, you need to get fined, because you're, you're trying to play the game, right, and that's fucked up, do you know what I mean, it's fucked up, luckily though, um, yeah, ref didn't take a point, but they did now start, you know, in the centre, so, um, you know, Muniz, he loses the slight advantage that he had, um, so yeah, a royal is, um, yeah, he seems to be, like, the flashier striker, now, for, for the rest of the round, but, it's still pretty even, it was, you know, they're both kind of landing the same, but that is until the very end when a royal rocks Munez, but it's just as the round is ending. So it's yeah, I'm this. It's irritating. There's a royal kind of cheated, so you don't want him to. Um, you haven't get any advantages. I'm kind of at this point hoping he loses. So second round starts. And um yeah, they're exchanging shots. Um Munez is, you know, he's pushing him for takedown. Um and straight away takes the back of Arroyo. Um so Munez, you know, he tries for rear naked but can't land it. Uh now Royal he eventually escapes. But he's uh, kind of too tired now to do much. So come the third round, Munez lands, you know, a couple of good back kicks, then gets a takedown. So he's um, 
He's really going heavy with the top pressure. Uh, he, he, you know, he's throwing um, a little bit, but really kind of concentrating and holding the position. Uh, and and he does that for kind of a big chunk of the round. I think like nearly three minutes kind of thing. Uh, a royal does escape, but yeah, just now it's it's kind of done. He's tired. He can't. You know, he's just not able to really do anything. So um, yeah, fight finishes and uh, Munez gets the win. Unanimous decision. So that was good. So next up, we. You know, we dropped down to the uh, the lightweight division. We had Jared Gordon against Charles Oliveira. So this was like, oh, this is going to be an interesting fight. So first round starts, and Gordon, yo, he is coming out hot. Like he goes after Oliveira, he gets a takedown, but. You know, Oliveira gets up pretty much straight away. Um, Oliveira is is landing leg kicks, and Gordon isn't checking them, which you know it, it, it's not good. It's not good, and he's also he's tagging Gordon with some real nice little one-two combinations. Like, Gordon isn't caring, though. He's just like, fuck it. And, like, with all the talk beforehand, Gordon's like, you know, I, I've, I've handled better opponents on the ground. I've got the harder punches. So I'm just going after it. And that's what happened. So, you know, he's kind of, he's not really caring about the punches coming at him. And he's pushing forward. You know what I mean? He's pushing forward, but he's eating shots, eating shots, which is just like, come on, man, you you need to be throwing feints, you need to be a bit more cautious, but he's not, and so, um, you know, he's rushing in, and he gets caught with a hook, that stuns him, and then Oliveira throws a really nice uppercut. Oh, tags him on the chin. Um, and he's done. He is pretty much out. Pretty much out. Um, Oliveira lands one more shot. It's not needed. You know what I mean? It's not needed. Referee now jumps in. It's over. It's just another win for Oliveira, you know, and um, whoo, yeah, he's on a, I think now it's a seven fight winning streak, which is crazy when you think about his fight against like Paul Felder, um, Gunnar Nelson, you know, Frankie Edgar, like you look at those fights and it's just like this seems to be a completely different Charles Oliveira. So um yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see who he gets lined up with next. So now we're in for the co-main event. It's uh 
Mauricio Shogun Rua against Paul Beju Craig. Um, and Paul Craig, he took this fight on short notice. He's, um, you know, coming off a victory last month. Uh, so, yeah, it was just like, what's going to happen? And, you know, this is a light heavyweight. So, a good win for either could really, um, you know, move these guys into contention. So, first round, and um, Craig is, doesn't, go, he's not going for any takedowns, but he is showing probably the best stand-up that we have seen from him in the UFC. Yeah, he is, whew, he's utilising kicks, you know, he, he's just, the range, he's just looking really good, um, so, you know, they clinch up, they get on the fence, um, Rue is using pressure, but Craig, he, he kind of breaks away, and just unleashes, it must have been like a 10 strike combination, every punch lands on Rua's face, like every freaking punch, Rua's face is a red mess after that, it is crazy, crazy, you know, it's just like god damn, Oh, man, but, you know, Rua, he's not out, like, he's still trying, but he, he's not, he's not landing on Craig, during, it's just like, god damn it, this is insane, damn, so, yeah, it was just a bit like, round ends, but you're just like, fuck, Craig could finish this in the second round, this is, whoo, this is looking good. So second round, um, Craig again doing really well on um, like avoiding damage. You know, it, he's utilizing his range and he's landing. You know, but Rua he he catches a kick and gets Craig down. Um, so, you know, he, he, he's trying to, um, you know, just really tag Craig with, with ground and pound, but Craig is, is really, he's, he's using a really good guard, a really good guard to basically stifle most of what, um, you know, Shogun is throwing at him, which is just like, yeah, that, I mean, that's a good look, it's a real good move, you know what I mean, uh, but yeah, it's, the problem is, Craig isn't, he's not trying to stand up, he's, he's on the ground, and he's, you know, avoiding damage, but he's not really doing anything else, Go. There's no real like sub attempts or you know anything like that. 
So it's a bit like, after such a great first round, he's kind of let, you know, Shogun back into things. So third round starts, and you're just thinking, all right, Craig, he, he, you know, he's got to do his thing this round. He, all he does, if he turns it on, he's, he's going to finish him. If he doesn't finish him, he's won. That, you know, that's it, essentially. But, um, yeah, he comes out. He starts off doing, doing well on the feet, you know, doing well on the feet. He goes for a takedown. And um, it's just a weird takedown attempt because like he ends up on bottom. Like it really wasn't a good. Oh, it wasn't a good look, man. But um, Rua again, he's not really landing anything, but he's on top. You know, he he's on top. So you're just like, oh, what's gonna happen here? So, um, you know, Craig gets up, but he gets, um, you know, he, he gets taken down at the very end of the round. So, yeah, this was, this was weird. You know, it was like Craig had such a good first round. So you're just like, oh, like, how was that first round scored? Like to, you know, to say it's a 10-8, I'm not sure, I'm not, but it was good, he was, he did clearly dominate that first round, you know, so it's a bit like, hmm, what's gonna happen, then when he does get taken down, he stifles, um, you know, he stifles Rua, so it's just like, how, how's this gonna go, what's gonna happen? Ended up a draw, which, yeah, I have to say, was a bit surprising. I did kind of expect it to go to Rua because of the takedowns. But, yeah, went to a draw, and they both said that they, you know, they want a rematch. They want a rematch straight away because, yeah, they're, they're not satisfied with, um, with what happened. So, they'll be, you know... Be interesting to see if that's what happens, if if we get that. Uh, so now we've got the main event, Jan Blakovic against Ronald Jacare Sosa. And uh, yeah, it's like, what's going to happen? You know, whoever wins, you know, could be in the mix, could be great. What's happening here? Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was, it was an odd one, it was an odd one, Um, and I don't even think we need to break it down really round by round, because essentially what happened in this fight was um, Sosa spent the first three rounds Pushing the pace Sosa is here. You know, he's coming forward He was backing um, Blakovic up Backing him up against the fence And then he essentially Kind of controlled him against the fence That really was the first three rounds Like 
there was a few occasions where Blakovic kind of surged forward, landed a you know two three shots, but then stopped. You know, then stopped. Like he was throwing a few kicks, but yeah, then he kind of stops, and he was very tentative. You know, he was very cautious. And look, at middleweight, yeah, Jacare had power. He'd knock people out. So it's a bit like, hmm. But, you know, he's moving up. Blakovic was clearly the bigger man. Like, Jacare wasn't small, but Blakovic is the bigger man. So it, you kind of feel that Blakovic, you know, because when he threw, you could see that he was landing and they were powerful shots, you know, that did kind of move Jack Array. And when Jack Array, because Jack Array was landing on Blackovich, you know, he landed a lot of shots. They didn't seem to, they weren't huge shots that rocked Blackovich. Like nothing, we didn't really see Blackovich get stunned at all in this fight. So we're just like, you know, what's, what's, what's he doing, what's he doing, so for the first round, three rounds, yeah, Jack Ray seemed to be in charge, essentially, you know, really, if you're going to break it down like that, in the fourth round, this is the first time we actually see Blackovich push forward, you know, he's pushing Jack Ray back for a change, and, um, yeah, he, he's throwing a little bit more. He's still not throwing loads. Still not throwing a lot. But he is throwing more. So we're like, okay. Right. What's going to happen now? Fifth round. Again, he, he, he's moving forward. And in the fifth round... He did, like, a shot landed that did, I don't think, I, mean, I can't remember if Jackaway went fully down, he kind of stumbled, you know, but, yeah, Blackovich didn't really, you know, then chase that, didn't chase it, there was no real, um, I don't know. There didn't seem to be any urgency here. No, no urgency. And the crazy thing is, Blakovich has been saying, I want to fight John Jones. So you'd think this is the perfect opportunity for him to go, boom, look, deny me now. Especially after his win over Luke Rockhold, the way he came out in that fight. Like, he didn't give two fucks. You know what I mean? And so you'd have thought he'd have done the same here. Because Luke, he had moved up from middleweight. You know? So he, you know, he took some shots from Rockhold. And you think Rockhold, essentially you would kind of put him on the power front as the same as um Black, uh, Sosa. So you, I think everyone was expecting that Blakovich to come, but he didn't, and, um, yeah, he took the, he took the fight, which 
to be honest, I was a bit surprised because, look, Jacare pushed the pace in the first three rounds. They weren't crazy eventful, but Jacare pushed the pace. Jacare was doing everything. Yeah, and Jacare landed a lot of shots. So, yeah, I was honestly surprised. In, in his interview at the end, Blackovich was like, oh, yeah, I'm John Jones. But you're not going to get a fight with John Jones after a performance like that. Like, what the, I think the person that comes out the best from this fight is Jacare. Because he wasn't annihilated. He wasn't knocked out like Rockhold and Weidman in his move up. So, he is the one that you're like, all right. You know, maybe yeah, he he could have some fights in um in this division, you know. So, ain't Jacare you know libs to fight another day, but Blakovic it'll be interesting to see who he gets next, you know. Interesting to see who he gets next. So uh, yeah, no UFC for the next couple of weeks. Um, I think they return on the, uh, I think it's the 9th of December in Washington, or it might be the 7th, but yeah, in Washington, beginning of December, so, um, yeah, looking forward to that, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's it for, um, a little bit, but there is still things happening, so, uh, yeah, we will still have stuff to talk about, people. Okay, so, as well as the UFC, there was um, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship at the weekend. And, uh, yeah, so Artem Lobov and Jason Knight had a rematch of their um, April fight, which uh, Lobov won. So, uh, you know, this was... um, I don't know if it was a, um, you know what I mean, a, a, a fight that everyone had to see, but, you know, this bare-knuckle fighting is new-ish, so I guess there there's not necessarily a whole heap of um, people to participate, maybe, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know what I think of this whole bare knuckle. It's um, it's kind of man. People get cut so much. It's crazy. So yeah, it, it's it. You know, it doesn't look great. It's good that people can earn money, but uh, don't know what I think. I don't. You know, I I don't really think it's something I'm gonna be watching every event. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, this fight. Yeah, Lobov won the first fight. Uh, but this time, Knight was... Knight looked so sharp. He really did. He he was coming out. His guard was up. And he was really putting together some nice combinations. I think that was the big difference in this fight. It was it was Knight's combinations and his jab. 
against Lobov, who he was essentially just kind of rushing with shots, winging shots. And Knight just kept composed. Like, we've, you know, in his UFC fights, we did see at times he was prepared to brawl. And he just, you know what I mean? Throw everything to the wind and just throw down with someone. Which can definitely get you into trouble. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, in this fight, there was none of that. He was very composed and in the second round, he put Lobov down. Now, Lobov said it was, a, it was a slip, but, you know, it was definitely a knockdown, you know. So, he, yeah, Knight was just showing some really good movement, really good form, just pistoning out that jab. And just, yeah, be, being on his toes and just moving, moving around having a good sense of where the ropes were, and so when Lobov, like, surged forward, he, 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 you know what I mean, sidestepped, he ducked out the way, it was just really good, in the, uh, I'd say the last two rounds, Lobov started to have a bit more success, started to have a bit more success, but I would say, the the reason why was um knight had stopped throwing his jab as much especially in the fourth round stopped throwing his jab as much uh so yeah lobov was able to come forward a bit more without getting hit uh still not really throwing any combinations but he he'd rush forward and he'd land you know, because he didn't have, you know, have, have that jab in his face constantly. In the um, in the fifth round, Knight did start utilising the jab a bit more again. And you saw, uh, yeah, you saw that being a, a definitely a good look. Because it was early in the round that Knight just landed. I think it was a straight to the body. The was delayed reactions, Lobov went down, on all fours, he tried to get up, he was a bit on his feet, staggered a little, referee waved it off, um, but yeah, it was a, a really good performance from Jason Knight, he avoided a lot of damage, Lobov, oh, his face was a bit cut up, you know what I mean, he was definitely marked up, but Yes, um, so, I mean, it was my mistake, Lobov, you know, he started to land a bit more in the third and the fourth, and yes, he got stopped in the fifth, but, uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, a, yeah, great display by Knight, um, but yeah, it's just a bit brutal, I don't know, I don't know what Lobov should do, because he, he, he wasn't showing good boxing technique, so this is the thing, because I believe he had had a, a boxing career before he got into mixed martial arts. Um, and, you know, he he was just, he was telegraphing a lot of what he was doing. Because what he would turn sideways, and as soon as he turned sideways on, you knew 
he was then going to jump forward with the with the leading hand and then swing with the back like it was every time every time he did it you knew what was coming and so that was a big problem he telegraphed everything he was doing his hands are down it's like he's a short guy so he's got he doesn't have a big reach he's got short arms so Lobov can't really afford to have his arms down because he's not like ridiculously fast so yeah it all seems a bit detrimental to him having longevity in this you know we saw how it was affecting him at the end of his UFC career so yeah I like it's not something that I think will sustain him in this it definitely feel that you know, he, he should probably try and do something else. Because, yeah, it's just too much trauma from all of this stuff, man. Too much trauma. But, uh, yeah, people. So, um, that's it for um, the fighting this week. Yeah. But, uh, yes, as I said, mentioned, there is a lot coming up. So, even though there's not UFC for the next two weeks... There is still going to be stuff to talk about, right? Okay, so we've done the coverage. We're nearly at the end. Let's look and see what is happening in the fight world. Well, there is some news, people. There is definitely a lot of chatter happening around the sphere. Um, so, uh, it looks like Luke Rockhold, it might be it. He, he hasn't come out and fully retired, but he is saying he's very happy not fighting right now uh so yeah i expect he's probably gonna retire at some point soon uh with the fight oh now this seems like it could be interesting Derek lewis is being touted to be Le- leah latifi's first opponent when he moves up to heavyweight in february 2020 so hmm, that that would be interesting but with the way lewis has looked lately i i think yeah that should be all him right uh so also in the in the works um so we know um Joanna John Jacek, she is going to be Wiley Zhang's next opponent. No date for the fight, but uh, yeah, that is the fight that looks to be happening. Uh, Francisco Trinado has called for a fight against Edson Barboza at UFC Brasilia next year. So, uh, yeah, that could be interesting. 
Brett Jones is going to be fighting Tony Gravely at UFC Rayleigh in January. Uh, Sarah McMahon is also going to be fighting Lena Landsberg at that event, UFC um, Rayleigh. Uh, also, um, uh, what is the other news? Um, not in fighting, but the guy that was arrested recently for the kidnapping of Walt Harris's daughter, he's been denied bond and they're um, gonna DNA test him. So, hopefully, hopefully, we will get answers on that and hopefully, she turns up okay, you know. And that's is whoosh. Do you just hate to be Walt Harris right now? It's just horrendous. Just horrendous. Um, in I think the biggest bit of news uh, this week is the um, yes, the retirement of Ben Askren. I think people had been wondering if this was going to be a possibility after the last few, you know, the last couple of fights didn't go his way. And um, yeah, he officially um, retired on Monday, I believe, this week. Uh, so the reason for the actual retirement is um, he got an MRI before the last fight. With Damien Maia, he um, got the results, and his doctors have said he needs a complete hip replacement. And once you get a hip replacement, you can't do anything. So um, yeah, that's gonna be it for Ben Askren. Hey, didn't go that well in the UFC for him. He did get one win, but he was the one champion and Bellator champion. So hey, 19 and two ain't shabby. You know what? You know what I mean, people? So, um, yes, no UFC event next week. The next event is in Washington. But there's going to be plenty of stuff to talk about. So we will see you next Wednesday, people. Peace.